0: Welcome to Slick Talk, the podcast where we have in-depth conversations with the most innovative and influential people of the world. Today, we have a very special guest, a young and -and up-and-coming influencer, entrepreneur, and life insurance client advisor. This individual has made a huge impact in the industry and is quickly becoming one of the most sought-after advisors in the field. We are excited to have him on the show today to share their story and insights on how they've achieved success and to see what they predict as the future of the industry. So without further ado, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce to you my brother mr anthony medina thank you, thank
1: you for me. welcome on the show my friend thank you brother. i'm glad to be here
0: yeah man it's an absolute pleasure how are you man how are you doing today i'm
1: doing good you know i woke up
0: and i felt pretty great <laughs> yeah man that's wonderful man so immediately i guess i want to touch on kind of your history okay so we've known each other since we were three years old Thanks. um Pretty much brothers at that point, really. And, uh, I just want to know what from that, from that age, let's say three to five, or let's say three to seven, um, what would you say happened between those ages that would have gave you an inkling on where you would end up here today,
1: uh, I definitely think it was my parents. You know, growing up, I had very strong, hardworking parents. You know, my my mom and dad. They my mom did a lot of things. You know, you could find her either doing mail service or clientele work, or even just like working at Red Lobster, wherever. You could find her just about anywhere. My dad, um, not only was he a welder and now QC manager, he was also a uh, singer so he was always performing he was always doing everything that he could just to make just to make some extra money for us so we can have something and uh you know i'm grateful for both of them um definitely something mm-hmm. i always try to think about like every time like i feel like oh i'm, I'm like the top thing mm-hmm. i think about no i came from humble beginnings and i have very hard working parents and you know I, I think about that every day so
0: absolutely yeah. and uh with that um in mind what is your why? Why do you do what you do?
1: I definitely think I'd do it for my family. Isn't it like my, my, my parent, I mean, of course my mom has her, her now tax business. I mean, she's been working in Texas since like before I was born. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you could find her just about everywhere else. Um, and because of that, I think both of them are very hardworking people. I want to give them the life that they deserve because they give me a life that I that they thought I deserved. So I'm very appreciative of them. My little brother as well. He's a, he's a little bit more on the, like, the te- te- technological side. So he loves technology and everything like that. So I want to give him the access to having more technology. So that way he can either learn how to code or do anything like that. So he can start his own company as well in the future.
0: That's very cool, man.
1: Yeah. That's very cool.
0: and um on the technology side in mind. Um, so we've been doing the morning messages together mm-hmm. for, let's say a couple of weeks now, a few weeks now. And um, what would you say is the biggest difference that you've experienced in terms of like how much reach we have and how, how much more aware you are of like, what message you're putting out there, I guess.
1: No, definitely. Um, you know, I think the, the message has been great. Every message that we've given out, uh, you know, before that, you know, I was, I was just post like, like from the side angle, like barely getting my face in there. Mm-hmm. But that's cause I was kind of nervous. I was waiting cause I, I had a lot of people that would like text me and be like, well, what do you know? Like why, why, why do you keep posting this? What do you, what do you know that I don't know? Essentially. Right. So now that I have, now that I've been working with you and Jim Tops, you know, it's been uh, it's been a lot. It's it's helped out a lot. I've been able to post it out more and instead of people being like instead of people hating, I've been getting a lot more love. Right. So it's 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 being well received. So. And why
0: and it's, it's it's weird to me because I find that a lot of people just like hate for no reason. Yeah. Why why oh well there has to be a reason, but why would you guess or assume is the reason for people to leave a comment
1: like that? I don't know. <sighs> I mean honestly I I would a lot of it, I'll be honest with you, a lot of it has been, like, actually family. So mm. so mm. I definitely think it might be something family-related. Maybe they're like, why is my little cousin trying to be an influencer? I mean, doesn't he know who we are? Like, stuff like that. Like, mm. yeah, so I, I think that's what it is. So I think, I think, to... it's, I think it's a form of identity. And, yeah. yeah not, they're not used to seeing someone trying
0: to get up. Right. And they have this image of you. Um, because uh, we'll talk about this specific family mm. member. When's the last time this specific family member saw you?
1: Last time they saw me, I would say probably about, I think the week before Thanksgiving.
0: Right, man. So they have you in this bubble.
1: Oh
0: By the way, um, so they have you pretty much in this bubble of how they know you in Thanksgiving. Definitely. And maybe, and you've definitely changed from Thanksgiving to now, mm. Definitely. I absolutely no shadow of a doubt. But the thing is that there's people who are living in constant, constant, constant fucking loops, man. Mm-hmm. It's like six months loops of partying, drinking, being lazy, unproductive, mm-hmm. and hateful. Mm-hmm. And they repeat that for six months, for 20 years, man. And they have this vision of you in a bubble and if you go outside their bubble, they're like, "Oh my gosh, wait, wait, wait come back, come back to my level." So it, I feel like the it's just it's a defense mechanism to people who people who don't see their value yeah. and um, how that leads me to my next question. Um, how well, what's the journey been like in identifying your value and realizing how valuable you really are?
1: I definitely think, um, identifying my value has been a pretty rough journey, you know, being like, I got started, like, 2020, like, starting to, like, figure out myself, you know, when I turned 18, you know, um, being used to, like, being, you know, like, the the chubby kid, the funny kid, the guy who sings a lot, you know, that's what I was used to, but I was like, let me change that, let me see who I can become as a person, let me see who I can be. Mm -hmm. Uh, 2020 was a pretty interesting year, and, of course, the pandemic happened, Um, I turned 18, I had a... Felt like a lot of us like disconnected, and then you know, as soon as I think twenty twenty one came around, we started to like getting started, little getting a little closer, but not too much has happened. Right. Twenty twenty one, I think, was probably like one of my greatest years of figuring myself out. I was I was like rising from from like nothing to something, and I was I was very happy about that. Um, 2022 came with a very heavy hit. A lot of negative things started happening in my life. And, uh, you know, after that, I went into like a little depressive state, but I think I'll, I'll give you a date. December 27th, last, last year, December 27th, I looked into the mirror and I was like, what am I doing wrong mm-hmm. and what can I do to change that? So that's mm-hmm. definitely what I'm
0: working on. Since. And would you be comfortable with going into detail with what happened at, around the, that rough time? And, and then furthermore, how you bounce
1: back from that? So, yeah, definitely. Um, so my family was like slowly splitting apart and that's, that's unfortunate, but it happens. So, you know. Um, I'll probably go into further detail from that. I'll just right. say apart. Right. Um, and because of that, I went into a depressive state. Um, both both sides were like saying you need to pick a side, or you're you're choosing sides. Why are you choosing sides and stuff like that? And um, I was like, I'm I'm not going to choose a side. I'm I'm not choosing sides. I'm not going to choose a side. I don't know why you're assuming that I am. But that's just how it was. And uh, because of that, I just kept falling and falling and slowly falling to the point where a lot of people. A lot of people who got started in the industry that I'm working with, like they would, they would be in there in a month, like the first month, and they'd, uh, they make like half, like maybe five thousand dollars like in the first month, and mm-hmm. I was, and I was still making maybe five hundred, mm-hmm. maybe a thousand, and I was like, that's cool, I'm proud of them, sure. but when is it my turn? I started right. thinking negatively, right? So, like I said, December twenty seventh, I was looking at myself, and I was like, <clears throat> what can I change to better improve myself? Mm-hmm. Um, I needed, like, I guess I need to reawaken. Right, I was. Right, so and that, that
0: sparked that flame yeah, essentially. Yeah, sparked the flame. And um, was it just looking at yourself, having that deep introspective thought? After having that deep introspective thought and looking at yourself in the mirror, what were the next steps that you took?
1: So, definitely, um, 20, uh, like I said, 2022, uh, December 27th, I looked in the mirror and told myself what I need to do. Uh, the 28th, I started um, trying to implicate some small things. It didn't work out. So then the ninth, like it was like a matter of three days. Sure. Uh, and the 29th, I was like, okay, I need to, I need to write down the things that are wrong with me. I was writing, I, I said wrong, but then, I, and then I changed it. I was like, things I need to improve. How important was that name change? Uh, you definitely. It was very, very, very huge. Cause as soon as I said that, I was like, okay, that means I can become better. If I say what's wrong with me, it's like, I'm never going to get better. Mm. And, yeah. I agree with that.
0: And, uh, what were, um, Do you mind talking about what were some some of those things were that you needed to improve
1: on? Um, definitely with uh with communication, I have a I was I realized I had a very terrible communication Mm -hmm. process. So in terms of like speaking with others, um, sometimes with clients, I I think I lost a few clients. I I'll I'll be honest, I lost a few clients, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know I was losing business, losing clients, losing. Losing some friends and, you know, it was it was unfortunate, but, you know, starting to rise back up and we'll see how that goes. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's definitely part of the journey. Like I, I'll speak for myself here. I've fallen off the wagon multiple mm-hmm. times. I've ghosted people multiple times and it's because I was so stuck in my mind. Could you get the door first? You can come in. But uh, yeah, like I was saying, I was so stuck within my mind. My It was like, I was allowing my mind to play tricks on mm-hmm. me. And, um, I just like woke up one day and I think it was a cultivation of many things, but I woke up one day and, um, man, I was like, dude, I'm so fucking blessed. Mm -hmm. Like I am so blessed in this life. Like I do not have to be alive today. Like me taking this inhale and exhale. That's a fucking gift, bro. And so many people take that for granted. It's insane. Like What I want the viewers, you and and Austin, I want all of you to understand, you are God-favored, bro. Yes. You are capable and you are worthy of success. Yes. I say this, I'm like a broken record box, I say this <laughs> all the fucking time, but it's so true, yes, it's true, it's so true man and i I pray to I pray to my friends that they realize every morning I pray for you, I pray for him, I pray for my my family because you guys are my family, I pray for my family and friends for prosperity, success, and wellness because you are all deserving, capable, and God favored to achieve those things so man i I'm absolutely proud of you and i'm proud of myself and i'm proud of you and um yeah man um that's awesome that's awesome and uh where would you say you are now in terms of your mindset mindset i I think
1: i'm definitely on the i'm I'm going to get back on the rise i'll be honest about that i'm definitely going to be back on the rise um a lot of things were very negative and now there's a lot of positive stuff Mm -hmm. um you know, I'm starting to, I used to not hold an influence on my brother. A lot of the things that he would just, he would hear me, but he wouldn't listen. And uh, and uh, now I'm being more, he's seeing, he's seeing a different energy come out of me. And because of that, he's like, okay, cool. Let me see what I can learn from Because you're taking action. I'm taking action. Yes, exactly. So now he's, now he's a little bit more, he doesn't think I'm slow or doesn't think I'm not going to make anything out of myself. Now he's. He still gets on to me every now and then, but you know, I think it's, I think our relationship is interesting. Yeah.
0: That's interesting to say that because I remember a time where I was like super down and out and I'm not sure if you knew this Austin, but I was really down and out. Um, It was at a time where my, my, my past relationship was at a really bad uh, spot and I was unhappy. I was unwell. I wasn't exercising. I was just not treating myself right and um awesome was playing video games here playing fifa and um, i guess i don't know you dropped something or i don't know you did something like so like whatever like it was whatever and i was like bro you don't do that like, i was like bro you don't like this is how it was i'm gonna go back into the past and unfortunately embody what i was that But I'm like bro you don't do that it's like disrespectful as fuck bro you can't you can't do that i couldn't even look him in the eye that's how like weak-minded i was at that time or weak in control of my mind at that time I was. And he just, and he looked at me and I'm glad you did. He looked at me and he laughed. He just laughed at me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, yeah. Looking back on that, I'm like, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't say anything back to him. but I was like, yeah, if I'm like, I told him years before, if I'm doing something stupid or if I'm acting weak in any way, call me out on it. And that was the way he called me out. And was laughing at me. So I'm extremely grateful to you for doing that. Extremely. And, um, it's good that your brother does that too. Yeah. It's really good. That he does it because it pushes us to get better. We, we can learn can learn so much from, from our, from our siblings, no matter how young or old they are.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, that's really, that's really
2: amazing. It's really amazing. Um, so, we were talking about fitness um, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday or a couple days ago. It was it was yeah the other day. Yeah, we were talking
0: about fitness the other day, and uh, you went from three ten when?
1: Uh, let's see, I was uh, so actually we'll go so we'll start with that story. Sure, soon. sophomore year, sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I think it was probably like my my healthiest year I've ever been. Mm-hmm. tell uh, me about it. So yeah, so. That summer before I started working out at, you go to 360, right? Mm-hmm. So I started working out at a 360. Shout out to them. <laughs> Shout out 360. Michael. Out 360. <laughs> you going to see this. <laughs> Shout out 360. Um, so I was definitely working out there with my, with my dad. Um, some of my cousins were working out there like every other, that's like every other day, basically. If it wasn't every day, it would be every other day yeah and uh I think I definitely saw a lot of improvement um I went, I went from a like a more triangle shape to more of a square rectangle shape i I grew my chest my yeah. arms were getting bigger mm-hmm. I felt so much nicer and yeah like I felt bulkier I felt stronger and better right. absolutely and then I definitely that, that that sophomore year I felt great, you know everything was happening that I felt mm-hmm. was great yeah. and then and then I think I got one comment and it was like it was like bro. You didn't get any better. You just got bigger chest, and I was like, ah, "That that that one That's comment so really worse. hurt me." And I didn't. Yeah. And after that, I stopped working out, and I was like, "Man,
0: it's, yeah." Especially because me, I'll say this for myself: I was, I was very much a people pleaser mm-hmm. during high school, middle school, elementary, mm-hmm. and even like college age. Like, I, like till I was till I was twenty, like early twenty one. Even I, um, I uh, was very much a people pleaser. My last relationship, I was a people pleaser in that too. And um, any comment that uh, I would always make sure that uh, I was catering to that person, whether it was my time or my resources or whatever. Um, And if they said something in negatory to what I was trying to do, then I would shell up and hide and uh, cower away pretty much. Um, so would you say that you had some of that mentality at yeah, that time? Yeah, definitely.
1: I was definitely a people pleaser as well. You know, I, everybody, like, do you make a comment on my singing? If it didn't sound right. I'd be like, oh, maybe I start questioning, like, oh, I should not sing too much. But then I, I'd do competition for singing and I'd be like number four, number five, I'd be like close to you. Yeah, place, well. place well and then I'd be like, Man, I don't gotta listen to them and then but then I'd get that comment again and I'd start forward again. So I mean that's usually how it is. I mean that's usually how it is throughout any childhood. You yeah. know, most people are trying to be people pleasers. They wanna yeah. wanna have friends, they wanna have be in these crowds. And I think this
0: is an important place to start interrupt. Yeah. But right. I think we need to change the language of how we say me and I. Yeah. So it's not you that brought you down,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it wasn't me that brought me down. It was the mind it was uh identifying myself with my mind that brought me into that depression where Austin had to laugh at me. Mm-hmm. It was my mind that brought me to leave work for two or three hours just to help this person out uh It was my mind that stopped me from uh going to work out or stop any the gym because I heard a comment that uh, was very negatory to what I was trying to do. It was my mind that did that. Me, Mm -hmm. actually me, who is not this body, who is not this mind is someone who wants to love, prosper and become the best version of themselves and see the best version of others in them as well. Um, So I think I just wanted to get that point across that, I think it's very important that we all change uh, the language of how we speak to ourselves, especially because people will people are creating new words every day. Yeah. Um. You have you ever heard um? What's what's the 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 new term for pedophile? There's a new one. There's a new one for like child predator. What's it called? Minor attracted
1: individual. Yeah, minor attracted individual. Yeah, I heard that one. What the fuck? <laughs> They're trying, to, they're trying to normalize it and it, that's that's unfortunate it's not
0: it, yeah fuck, fuck those people yeah. and um yeah I, I i don't i don't call i won't i won't ever call a person that but i will call them targets because that's what you know that's what they are um and i gotta yeah that, that, they need to be dealt with for sure but uh back to what i was saying um the language that we use especially for ourselves is super important and um yeah it's definitely uh good to be aware yeah. um so back to your fitness journey um you said you were healthiest at sophomore year you heard the comma. you kind of did so you fell off the rails. yeah then. i fell
1: off the rails then so i was i think i was at a healthy two two thirty something wow. I, I gained a lot of muscle yeah if i didn't have that muscle i probably, I probably would have been maybe like probably like 190 something so yeah so i did like about 30 something pounds of muscle so i was very happy about that very excited and um Heard that comment, fell off the rails, and then from there I just stopped working, stopped working out, and I started eating again. Cause you know that, that I had a lot of comfort food. You know, as as a Mexican kid, a lot sure, of food. Yeah, comfort Sure, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, me too. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I think I just grew up on my, more eating, and and I did grow, just not the way I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: it was a tasty growth, bro. Russia, yeah. was, yeah. was awesome, man. Um, so. Let's come to let's come to present moment. Okay. Um, well, first, actually, let's come to December when uh, you tell me you were winning 310, and then we'll come here. Yes.
1: Okay. So <clears throat> let's let's actually talk about 2021. Sure. Yeah. 2020, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 2021. Absolutely. That that's what started my fitness journey again. Let's do it. So 2021 October, my my aunt passes away, and my my parents are getting concerned about a lot stuff. of stuff. So my my dad looks at me and he's like, "Mijo." Uh, why don't you go to the doctor? He's like, he's like, I want you to go see, cause he he sees that I'm getting bigger. He wants to help me, so he looks at me. and He's like, go to the doctor, please go get tested for diabetes. So I go, I go get tested. Um, they take blood samples, everything, and uh, they're like, no, you don't have any diabetes, but I do want to refer you to another doctor. Mm. So I get referred to another doctor, and it's uh, it's actually for my liver. Mm. So he tells me that uh he tells me that I have like, I'm like pretty close to cirrhosis. I'm like at the window of this cirrhosis. Mm-hmm. Like, if I go any further, I will, I will get cirrhosis, and I will not make it to thirty. Wow. So that was a real eye opener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, ever since then, I was like, I was like, okay, I need to do something. Yeah. So that October, I think that October to December to November, mm-hmm. I think I lost like 30 pounds like straight up. Wow. It was it was like it was a quick change. Yeah. But from there I kind of plateaued and I tried to stay healthy. I tried to stay healthy, I tried to have a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. Um I did intermediate fasting and mm-hmm. was doing everything. I was doing everything I could just to keep myself as healthy as possible. Sure. Um uh, <clears throat> 2022 comes around and again the start negative stuff start coming in. Um I start falling off slightly, but um but I keep thinking like I don't want to die. You don't want to die. So just keep, keep eating healthy or yeah. try to eat healthy as much as you can. right, right, right. And then, um, and then I get another scan and like, i like, he was like, you're slowly getting closer. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, okay, I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. So. It wasn't it, getting better. It was getting better. It, it, was be- it wasn't getting better. It was getting worse. And I was falling a little bit more depressive. And as the months went on, I stopped going. Because I didn't want to hear that. I was like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that I'm going to die. Yeah. I don't want to hear that I'm getting closer. Right. So I stopped going. I was still trying to maintain a healthier weight. I, I know I stayed at like <clears throat> about 320. And um, that December, like I said, I started the December of 2022. We was just talking about, um, like I said, I look into the mirror, I start mm-hmm. working out again. And now I can happily say I'm at 310. I'm at 310. So I'll do another I'll, I think I'm gonna do another way in tomorrow mm-hmm. and see how much we're going down but the goal is to get a, like my goal is to get to at least two ninety nine mm-hmm. first, 1st and then start going super mayhem like because I want that to be like the switch that happens that kills everything mm-hmm. so I'm really I'm really down to do all of that and
0: uh on that point how much value do you place on the scale
1: value I would probably say it's about 50% value because of course I knew weight will be a one thing not because when I spoke with you that Thursday, it was 100% value. But after that, it started becoming 50%. You were saying, we can get we can get to that goal that we want to get to. Or we can get to a weight that's healthier, that makes you feel lighter and better like you used to. Or even, or even it might be a little higher and might be below. So as soon as you told me that, I was like, you're right. So, uh, I say it's about 50% now. So, I'll, I'll definitely keep weighing myself, of course, but mm. eventually I just want to get down to a healthier size and healthier absolutely. weight. Yeah, size. absolutely. That's how, that's wonderful, man. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. And, um, Yeah, the this, this
0: scale can play tricks, but then the mind pr- plays tricks, especially. Yeah. It depends on how much you value it. Um, like myself, like our, none of our scales in here in this housework, I haven't weighed myself uh, since my friend was like, go weigh yourself. I was like, okay. And I was like, two, two. 37 or something mm-hmm. like that but then the like five the five months before i weighed like 247 mm-hmm. i was like, okay i only lost i've only lost 10 pounds but i can run three miles i can fight for um 30 minutes like i can fight for five for 10 rounds of three minutes so i feel good i'm strong in the gym why do I care about what the scale says? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I told you that mm-hmm. to put less value on it, because you can feel like a fucking stud
2: mm-hmm.
0: by just losing like fifteen pounds. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously relative to the individual. Now, let's uh let's touch on um what you what you do. Um so pretty much can you tell me about how you got started in the in the insurance industry?
1: Yeah, of course. Um I got started 2020 so i turned 18 mm. pandemic starts and we're starting to work with taxes at the office mm. and uh, my mom's like oh i was so. I don't know how we're gonna do it i don't know if they're gonna just cancel tax season mm. or anything like that because they're doing all the stimulus stuff and mm-hmm. trying to make the economy flow so i was like i don't know how secure tax season is going to be this year so um my mom gets reached out to by a lady in Huntsville my name is Flor Marokin mm-hmm. shout out to them if they watch this shout out to Flora <laughs> shout out to Flor and Boris those two are the reason we're here <laughs> um, so because of them I get started and because of them my mom gets started mm-hmm. and then I think like literally the next day I get started mm-hmm. so we get started I'm questioning what this is. I don't know what it is yet. So then we meet, we meet Flo and Boris. They tell us everything and what it is, it's insurance. And I was like, okay, that's that sounds interesting. But it's, I see, I see their cash flow. And that I, I was like, whoa, because mm-hmm. they were making I think like 20,000 a month. Wow. Now, now, like as of yesterday, they're, they're making 100,000 a month. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So they're going, they're going pretty big now. Yeah. Um, that's about enterprise. Yeah. level. Yeah. <laughs> I, as soon as I saw that, I saw that yesterday and I was like, no way. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, I was super excited to see that because, because, you know, I'm I'm real reimagining myself again, trying to boost myself. So as soon as I, I could definitely see myself reaching that goal as well. So I'm, I'm very excited to see that. I'm very excited to see how the mm-hmm. team is growing. But I, yeah, like I said, I guess started, um, uh, 2020, it was, it was really weird because of the pandemic. So it was hard sure. to get clients. So the way I was getting clients was like maybe a few would come into the office where I would try to get as many contacts as I could so I can do Zoom meetings. Mm. So that way I could show them everything that we do, see if they're interested, and then they'll get a policy or not. It's up to them. Cool.
2: Yeah.
0: Awesome. And uh, with I guess with that in mind, it sounds like a super busy and hectic schedule with doing all that. So how do you balance doing insurance? But at the same time being a brand
1: ambassador and an entrepreneur. Yes. <clears throat> so being an insurance agent, it's very competitive. You have to be ready to be competitive because you will get business taken away from you. and not just not, not not just life insurance, like any type of insurance. If you do mm-hmm. home and auto, you do renters, like there's there's always gonna be people that are gonna compete with you. Mm-hmm. And it's a very competitive like, area. Yeah. So okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so definitely, it was was it's pretty hard. I'll, I'll be honest, it's pretty hard because it's it's essentially sales. It is it is sales. You have to develop some sales skills. So when uh, I think one thing that's really really hard about doing that is uh, just being able to be social. If you're not a social person. It's A very hard industry to get into, absolutely. Um, luckily for me, I like talking to people sometimes, so yeah, um, mm-hmm. I have like a small battery, but right. uh, when, it, when it's juiced up, I can go, <laughs> all right. I feel you, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Um, yeah, so doing that's pretty okay. Uh, of course, being an entrepreneur, we started uh, the started Entrepreneurship Academy, the Sure, LEA, um, Latino Entrepreneurship Association. Can you tell a little bit more bo- about that? Yeah, of course. So essentially, we got that started. September of last year, mm-hmm. um, my mom, um, and Flora Borough, they're also they also work over there at the office. Um, they got started because they were <clears throat> they've been they've been in the industry. My mom's been in the tax industry for like twenty two years now. And Flora has been has been in the insurance industry for also twenty two years, twenty three I think, closing mm-hmm. in. And uh as soon as they were like there's a lot of like associations for businesses mm-hmm. but they they really focus on bigger associations, uh, bigger companies, so bigger right, businesses. Right. So they wanted to get started with smaller, but also big ones. They want to they wanna incorporate everybody mm-hmm. so that everybody gets some play. Everybody gets some spotlight, some action. Right, I see. So, so that's why we have these events. We'll have an event every other month and we'll have a class Um, that the month between those, Mm -hmm. so let's say we had our January event. So next month will be a class event. So we'll have we'll have someone come talk about whatever they need to talk about Mm -hmm. in in terms of um whatever industry that they work in, see what the ins and outs, teach people, and then others will. And the next event we'll have it. I think it's a Mardi Gras theme, so we'll have that. Yeah. So I'll invite you to that as well. (laughs) Awesome! That sounds exciting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. uh Any information on the class, like
1: who's going to teach it or anything? Um. Information on the class for February, I believe it will be want to say that one will be an insurance class insurance class, yes, so that and,
0: um is there any way they can uh, contact you for that
1: um to contact me yes you can contact me at nine zero three seven zero five two zero nine six and we can get you more information about that class, so definitely reach out if you're looking to not necessarily be an insurance agent or but to also look at your options. Sure. That's one of the main things we try to focus on, make sure that people have options. And uh, what is the name again of? The company that we work with uh, is LEA. So it is Latino Entrepreneur Association. So L-E-A.
0: Oh. Very cool, man. Very cool, very cool. And uh, can you like share a specific experience or a success story from the time you were, to from the time you uh, are an
1: insurance agent? Yes. So 2021 was probably my greatest year. Awesome. Yeah, because I'll oh, get into detail. Let's see. Uh, twenty twenty one, we go in. Um, I have we start we start closing in a lot of business. Mm-hmm. So people are looking at us, uh, in 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 the company that we work with, and then a lot of people are outside of the company are also seeing us. They see us as this competition. Right. So, <clears throat> and I thought that was pretty cool because they saw my mom as a threat. Wow. So I was yeah. like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's
2: right.
1: <laughs> yeah, because uh, I think one of those agents that's here in the city, are. I think they had a. They also did their own meeting because they had never done that until we started doing that. Absolutely. So they they throw theirs and they throw shade at my mom. What? So technically you can't do that in the state. So you can't you can't do that in the state of Texas or any other state. You can't throw shade at any other agents. Okay. because yeah, you can get your license like, taken away. So I mean we're not gonna say her name because we respect her. Absolutely. We'll so yeah, we'll we'll keep that. But um yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. Yeah. And uh, after that, we were was like I was super hyped because we were being seen as a threat. Yeah. People were looking at us, and uh, I think I placed fifteenth out of fifteen thousand agents in the in the company. Wow. Yeah. So I got invited to a lot of stuff. So <clears throat> we have this event called Train the Trainers. Mm-hmm. It's, usually, it's usually from like May april May, june it's Mm -hmm. in the the little time span and um we'll that'll be for training the next generation of top leaders Mm -hmm. so we'll have those people go and they'll learn from the insurance the insurance companies um top agents from the company that are going to give information about how to build their business how Mm -hmm. to build their teams stuff like that and uh and then we have an after party so i qualified for the after party and we did that in at&t stadium so the home of the cowboys Mm -hmm. let's go america's team (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) so we get in there um we get out we're on the field we have the whole at&t stadium rented out to the company so that that was pretty cool we're on the field i get i get i get to see myself on the jumbotron i'm like so cool (coughs) and then um Afterwards, the camera turns off, and so they start displaying, like, people who have, like, accomplished stuff within that month. Mm-hmm. And then I see myself, that month, the month of May, I placed third. Wow. Yeah. That month, so I see myself number three, Anthony Medina. And I was like, wow. I did that. I did <laughs> that. <laughs> That's so amazing, dude. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we had, uh, oh, man, I forgot his name. It's not It's not Tim Tebow. It's, uh. Dak. No, that's the only one I know, guys. To, to, <laughs> it's a it's a, it's like a legendary football player. Forgot his name. Peyton. No, Bo Jackson. Oh. We have Bo Jackson. He's there. Cool. He's there. Um, he he tells us a little bit about how he how he did it, like, and he's like he was basically saying all of that was natural. He's got really really good like good he's got good aim he's got good instinct he's got good instinct good aim and he's like we're just hearing from him and how we can use that and not not just as insurance agents but as entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. in terms of starting another company or maybe starting something else we want to do right um and i thought that was pretty cool hearing that and of course afterwards we played a game with him so he was he was he was throwing the ball towards us and see how much how good we are at catching (laughs) and i thought that was pretty fun so you do well I didn't go because I was I was like I was like, I don't think I'm to guest. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, man. it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun watching everybody. Um, we did a we did a lot of dancing. We mm-hmm. did a lot of. I received an award. It was like a, it was like a, football, a Dallas Cowboys football. Oh nice! that has the company logo. It mm-hmm. has. And it's like it's only awarded to like the top twenty five people that qualify for that thing. Oh so. wow! That's interesting man. Yeah. So,
0: on in that top three. Mm-hmm. Top fifteen, yeah, one of the best in the whole company. <laughs> How do you approach building and maintaining relationships with clients as an insurance agent? So
1: building building a relationship is probably the like the key thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. So definitely not only be their insurance agent, but be their friend. Be be like a family, be a family friend. So mm-hmm. you want to want to show up to. You want to show up to their events. So, to say they have their business, they mm-hmm. have a business event, go to that event. They have a birthday party or a kid's birthday party, go to that event. Mm-hmm. Definitely try to be there as much as you can because eventually they'll be like, when you when you when you stay in their head, mm-hmm. people will be like, someone a stranger will be like, hey, do you have a like. And an agent that you go to normally, only will be like, yeah, i will give, give them their number. Mm-hmm. We get them a call and everything. Word of mouth. And word of mouth. Yeah. That's one of, that's probably one of the biggest things that helped us out is word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. Very cool, man. Absolutely. And I mean, in that,
0: like you're dealing with actual people, like real mm-hmm. people, um, people can be difficult. Um, they can be ob- obstacles at, at times as well. So can you talk about, uh, a time where you had a challenge or obstacle you face in your career, or with a client, and how you overcame it.
1: Yes. <clears throat> so we had a client that came in. He has a, um, he has a business. He a, a really big business. And so they they gross five hundred thousand dollars. Mm. And so their business is pretty big. It's pretty well established. They're making pretty good money. Um, and his wife comes in because he wants to get him a policy. So we start going through that process, and the process and it ends up looking to be about two two million dollars in coverage, which is pretty big. Yeah, it's, and, and that, lot, yeah. Yeah, that would have given me a commission of I think twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, wow. so <clears throat> um, a lot of people people hear that, and like people the people in the people in the office hear that, and they're like, whoa. So they're, they're starting to talk about it. Like, oh, hey, he's about to get this big commission. I was like, don't say anything. Yes, it it's works. not final. It's not final. We're just in the just in the works. And then, um, you know, out of nowhere, um, they have to do a medical exam. Because anything higher than a million dollars, they have to do a medical exam. Sure. So we schedule that. And the guy keeps canceling. the Yeah. The husband keeps canceling. Yeah. And we're like, why? And we ask him. And he's like, I, was like, I don't think my health is good. Wow. He 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 sees himself. He he said that his his health has been like declining, yeah for, like the past couple of years. And I'm like, it's like okay. So we go, <clears throat> we talk to him a little bit more. Um, we don't do we don't go through with the policy, which is okay. But I, t- I was like, I, was, I looked at everybody else. Like, I told you not to say it. <laughs> I told you to say something. It's not gonna happen next time. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah, like, shut up. <laughs> so, so then, uh, we we're fine with it. We talked to them. Uh, and then his wife wants to be policy. So then his, we, we ended up working it out and his wife gets policy. I think go half a million dollars and still good coverage. And yeah, yeah it still works. It worked
0: out in the end. So. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And, uh, I guess, um, in terms of, cause we talked about technology a little mm-hmm. bit in the beginning. Yeah. So how do you, cause for me, I'll, I'll go for me. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, so for me, I've been using technology to build uh, gym tops. Well, we've been using technology to build uh, gym tops, and um, I've been building my Instagram page, um, putting out multiple posts today, day, uh, tweets from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, <clears throat> and I'm going to start posting on LinkedIn because I'm missing a whole market there. Yeah. Um, but um, my question would be: Is like, how do you use technology and social media in your role? as an insurance agent and brand ambassador.
1: Okay. So definitely for, for the brand ambassador part, um, definitely, uh, of course I just, I, I just hit record. At first I was just recording like a side angle. Sure. Everybody wouldn't see my face and they were like, he's nervous. He's not going to, he's, he's probably going to stop. Like, does he mean days. what he says? Does he mean what he says? He's probably going to stop in the next couple of days. Yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> and then, you hit me up, we start working together, and now you see my full face, you see me sounding, the first couple days I was a little, little nervous, but then afterwards it started to get more confident. Yeah, I can and tell. I, and and I'm definitely growing in confidence because of that, because I can face people now even more than I already was. So I thought that was pretty cool.
2: Okay.
1: Um, another thing. So let's see. Uh, I don't really use technology a lot when promoting my myself as an agent. I don't, don't know why I don't. I've, I should and I will. But I'm saying I don't. I didn't know why I didn't. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll,
2: we'll, talk, talk, about about we'll talk about this. this. We'll talk about this. In the yeah, podcast. but After I think the yeah,
1: but I think I definitely talked about. I would if I did promote something, it would be for our events. So like um, let's say we have our big event in mm-hmm. August. Um, I don't know who's gonna be there, but we usually always have like <clears throat> pretty high high quality guest mm-hmm. <clears throat> like 2021 we had we had what's his name
2: he plays he before you get he to that the... bro I wanted to touch
0: on the confidence point I should have yes. interrupted you there no, but always. I truly believe bro cause I had this at one point man I would be so uncomfortable bringing like these big ass cameras to the gym like that big ass yeah. camera that's recording you right now I'd bring that to the <laughs> gym and I'd, I'd be like literally my heart would be like beating so fast. My stomach would be turning, getting butterflies and stuff. And I would just be looking around like <clears throat> side to side, like I was being hunted almost. Yeah. Like Man. I was so paranoid and shit. And then I don't know what I heard. I, I need to remember what it was. But it was along the lines of lean into uncomfortabil- uncomfortability. Mm. Yes. You have to lean into it. So your mind is going to always put you in a survival instinct it wants you to feel comfortable and safe that's the job of the mind yes but what you want is you want to explore do things that make you uncomfortable learn new things and be the fullest you you can be and um in doing that there's a battle. Yes, there's always a constant battle. There's a battle of your mind is trying to be trying to trick you and be like, "Oh, no, let's let's stay down here. Let's just do it tomorrow. Let's yeah. not do it today or just use your phone instead. Use less equipment, make it more subtle." But you really don't care. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they don't care. Yeah. Nobody fucking cares. And that's such a powerful thing that nobody cares. So, with that in mind, especially because this is my philosophy, solo from Conor McGregor. Mm. If you breathe oxygen, it's fair game.
2: Yeah.
0: Definitely. It's fair fucking game, dude. And with that, I mean, you just realize how grateful and blessed you are to have arms, legs, anything is possible. Mm. You just have to go for it. Be uncomfortable, lean into that uncomfortability, and you know what's crazy? Not crazy, but like, hear me out on this. I have a
2: philosophy thought on anxiety. Okay. I don't think anxiety is real. Okay. Let me explain. So. What do you feel when you're anxious, quote unquote? What do you feel when
0: you're
1: anxious? You know, you feel you feel like like a little drop in your stomach. You know, you get a little little chills sometimes. You may uh, I think that's usually what the, the the definition of anxiety usually feels like. Um, it's usually how, yeah, I'd probably say that. It's usually how I get. Um, sometimes I'll like sweat a little bit, but mm. I mean, other than that, I mean, that's just about it. And have you ever ridden a
0: roller coaster before? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so what is the feeling? So what is the
1: internal feeling whenever you're riding that roller coaster? It's the exact same feeling. Jump in your stomach and maybe you get a little chills, but that's because of excitement. Because of
0: excitement. (laughs) So my point being is physiologically,
2: anxiety and excitement are the same exact thing. (laughs) Listen close, guys. Anxiety and excitement are physiologically, so this is facts. It's
0: the same thing. It's the same. Thing. <laughs> now, what do we do with this information? Now that we've established it's the same exact thing, it's your mind now. Yeah. You have to change the language here. Mm-hmm. So whenever Austin, you remember this, we went to the carnival, right? And we were going to, and you, there was the, the, the fireball loop. You yeah. remember that? Um, and you were uh, saying like, you I don't know if I want to ride this. When we got in, we got strapped up. It's the one that goes loop loopy loop loop you know? Yeah. And we were sitting there and we, had, we were strapped in and he was like, man, I, I'm scared. I'm scared. And I what did I tell you? Um. You said just close your eyes
2: and scream or breathe. Just every time you loop, scream and it'll go away. What do you scream though? What's the word that I told you to scream? I don't remember. I that. am what? I think. Okay, you probably don't remember, but I said I
0: told them to scream out. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. What you you? I told you. Okay change the language, say, I'm so excited, I'm
2: so excited. Of saying, I'm
0: scared, just mm-hmm. scream, I'm so excited. Yeah, so loop de yelling his ass off and saying, I'm so excited. And when we got off, just smiles. No, no one threw up, I threw up a few times, but, <laughs> but it was a much more enjoyable experience than being scared and anxious. And with that in mind, Anxiety isn't real. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh
0: so uh yeah, we can debate. We we can debate if y'all yeah, want. It. Like hit me up. I don't give a fuck. I'll i stay I'll stay at <laughs> my ground on that shit. Um but uh yeah, in in uh I guess my my uh we kinda derailed on what you we were getting to. Um do you remember where your point was? Forgot where we're at okay. Today. Well, it's <laughs> okay. It's okay. Uh, can you like discuss a project or initiative you're currently working on in your entrepreneurial pursuits? Okay,
1: in the entrepreneurial pursuit, definitely um, we're definitely trying to build Leia even bigger. Um, we're trying to incorporate classes now. We're trying to incorporate classes not just for people who are wanting to start businesses, mm-hmm. but for the youth mm-hmm. who are wanting to start businesses or have an entrepreneurial <laughs> idea. That way, they're not uh, they're not getting. They're not being like, told by their parents. Sure. you are just a kid. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah, they may just be a kid, but they have ideas. Absolutely. Let's, let's, let's see how it looks. It's, right. It's birthed it into inspiration, so why not? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, we're definitely working on that with Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, let's about it on the entrepreneurial side. On yeah. the, but, entrepreneurial side. I don't know if you know the difference between entrepreneur and entrepreneur. Explain. So, <clears throat> an entrepreneur is someone like, well, of course, it means to take risk. Someone who takes risk. So, an entrepreneur is someone who's taking the risk of starting their own company. Mm-hmm. an entrepreneur is someone who joins a company and becomes maybe the top leader, like like the leader of that company. Yeah. But they didn't start that. They're not. They're only taking. The, they're only managing the risk of holding that company. Right. That's where it is. Where right. right. Up. So that's definitely something I learned, and I was like, "Wow, that's interesting." So. Mm-hmm. um I would definitely say an entrepreneurial pursuit. I'm definitely, I'm on, I'm on board with gym tops and we'll just have that discussion about making it final if it does work out. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what we can do with gym tops. And I definitely. think we can make it a, a really good company. People would definitely want to yeah. hear from us. Yeah.
0: And uh, with that in mind, gym US. Yes. <laughs> what inspired you to become a brand ambassador for gym Tops.us? What, 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 um gravitated
1: you towards talks like u s so it was uh, like physically, it was definitely you because <laughs> you were telling me uh hey brother, and let's see if we can make this happen. I was like, definitely, but another reason um would be the philosophy I, you know I definitely think people need to hear a different message than what's being displayed today people are people are getting a lot of hate, people are getting cancelled for reasons that don't matter. I mean, yeah, racism matters. yeah, people people do terrible shit. yeah people do terrible, do, do, yeah, do people terrible do things. things yes, yeah, like people but people can also change. yeah people are capable of change. Absolutely. That's the whole reason of being a person you are capable of change. and you're changing constantly <clears throat> yeah constantly no matter what yeah. like, that's why people that's why people uh, like that's why bad things happen, that's why good things happen. That's why people get divorced because people change in that mm-hmm. relationship. But maybe they find the real person that keeps makes them happy that man. that's the change, sure, so I mean that's that's how it is I mean that's just how it works you know it's a it's an it's an unfortunate thing, but a lot of people find the thing that makes them happy for something to go beyond go well,
0: I would argue that it is a fortunate thing. I don't think it's unfortunate it's a yeah I, I
1: would say it's a fortunate ordeal that leads to a fortunate thing. I would say that yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah,
2: I agree, man. um
0: well. I am blessed and I am absolutely grateful that you came onto the podcast, brother. Um, my knowledge has expanded broader than I ever could imagine Mm -hmm. off of this conversation, this small conversation. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm so grateful to you, bro, brother. And, um, I'm so happy that we're working together and I'm so happy that our, our relationship, business, friendship, entrepreneurial, friendship and, uh, relationships are, are, uh, prospering and, uh, yeah, man, let's keep, let's keep doing our best, bro. It's a pleasure to have you on Mr. Anthony Medina. And, uh, yeah. Thanks so much for having me, man. Absolutely. And, uh, wanted to thank you guys for, uh, giving me your time, uh, providing your time. Um, where can they, uh, go to you for, uh, to check you out, uh, follow your social medias, our website, yes. Leia and all that. So, so if you want to
1: look for Leia, wanted to start your entrepreneurial move or even build your business even bigger by expanding your market, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Latino Entrepreneur Association. Um, if you're looking for us online, it is leialc.org and we will see you there if you want to schedule for any classes or anything like that. If you're looking for Instagram, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Medina. If you're looking for me on Snapchat, in case you want to send me a message or so I can post it as a morning message, you can find it at It Truly Is Tony. And mm-hmm. if you want to find me on Twitter, where me and Timmy usually get philosophical on there, uh, you can find me at It's Actually Tony. So awesome! About that. And uh, one more, one
0: more question. Last one. What is one piece of advice
1: that you would give? your junior year self for my junior year self probably another depressive state that i was in because a lot of other a lot of other negative states were happening i would have definitely told
2: myself uh wake up
1: wake up and instead of staying staying in that little bubble expand because i definitely think i could have I could be, I could have been someone even more different than I am right now, but I'm, I'm very grateful for the person I am now, but definitely I would have told myself, wake up and get up. So that's one. If I can tell that to anybody right now as well, wake up and get up. Um, I've been doing that for myself in terms of business, in terms of uh, physically, I've been doing that like every morning, like at 3 a.m., Get up! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! Let's go out there! Let's go do our thing. So that's what I've been doing. So I'm, again, I'm grateful to be on here. Um That message was definitely for sure the real thing. I wanted to spread my message to not just the people I know, but to everybody who may not know me, to people who may need to hear it. People, a lot of people will get go through a depressive state, but it's just it's just the mind. Your mind is a powerful tool. Reverse it. Reverse what you're negatively thinking and switch it to positive. So definitely.
0: Anthony, thank you. you.
2: Bye,
1: guys.
0: (laughs) Thanks, man. You can start recording.